0: I was supposed to tell this story about how Cain had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home. With a dummy in a coffin, oh my God. with Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin, having mock sex with this man. Oh my God! No! Hey, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me, God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains
1: out. Um.
0: Brian, I wanted to surprise you. I've got a very special guest. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, I, well, this is amazing. And, uh, nobody has this. This is not a, a torch or an observer or anything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and you, I'm going to go ahead and bring them on. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Let me get them. See if I can connect this over here and get this going. Hey, check one, two, one, two.
1: Hey, it's, it's, it's Becky and Stats baby. How are you guys? You guys doing
0: okay? Oh, wow. What's yeah. up, kid? Do,
1: do I sound okay?
0: Yeah, it yeah. sound pretty good, I think. Yeah, everything's good. Everything's working over here.
1: Cool. Yeah, hey, I'm just hanging out. You know, it's kind of a late night over here, and uh it's been a pretty wild week, huh? Mom was on TV and everything on one day, and then she uh, gave up the belt. I was like, don't, don't give up the belt. But then she, you know, then started doing all this shit, and, you know, I'm just trying to get adjusted to things, and... Uh, you know, things are good here. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being born. I'm, I'm coming out of like the greatest vagina ever. You would not believe how amazing this vagina is. I mean, it's like Cadillac, BMW, Mercedes level vagina, right?
2: I think we all kind of guessed that, but yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, I was, I was actually thinking about being a preemie, but I'm like, I'm not going to be born this fucked up year. I'm waiting until 2021. I'm, that's the one I'm busting out of this thing,
2: but. Worth yeah. the wait. Yeah, got you. I oh
1: yeah, there's no way. I mean, uh, I, I, it's, I, think, I mean, things are pretty good right now. Um, I think I'm about six weeks along. Uh, your temperature's good and everything. I kinda, you know, it's, I gotta tell you, there's one thing that really bothers me. It's that, uh, that really stupid ass Irish accent. It's just, it just gets on my nerves. It's great it's on me.
2: Well, it's, I was, it's funny you say that because I was gonna ask you about that. I was gonna say, you, you don't, you don't think you have an Irish accent at all. should, I, we, I not, should you develop one, you think?
1: I don't. I'm, I hate it. I gotta be honest with you. I, all I hear all day is, "Oh, baby, how are you doing in there?" And I'm like, "Oh, jeez, do you have to?" I mean, seriously. Uh, uh, most people, it's like, you know, 13, 14 years before they start being embarrassed of their mom and shit. And I'm already like starting off, you know, negative eight months or whatever, and it's so oh, I'm over here. Would you like some corned beef? Would you like some cabbage? No, I don't, I don't want that shit. It's going to make me all gassy and you all gassy, and I'm just going to cloud the atmosphere. That's
2: ugh. just not good for anybody.
1: Nobody wants any of that shit. I mean, it's just, uh, she's, uh, I, I, oh, lucky uh, 24-7 with that shit. It's just r- ridiculous. I was, uh... I gotta be honest. I really didn't want Seth Rollins as a father either. I was, I, 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 I was kind of thinking my dad was gonna be Ric Flair. I mean, everybody kind of wants Ric Flair to be their dad, right?
2: Well, see, you, you, yeah. you don't want to be like everybody else.
0: No, he's kind of getting up there. I don't think, I don't think that's good. I don't think. Yeah, but I could have been,
1: I could have been the last one. Yeah, I can't be first, but I could be last. I mean, that's that's like a thing. And then he's, you know, plus he's, he was near death, and then. Uh, I don't know. I I, I just uh, I, I don't. I'm not really happy with with dad so much. I was, you know, I was. uh I had just start. I'd just been formed when mom was on that TV show, Billions. I don't. I don't know if you watch that show. Do you, do you watch that show at all?
0: No, I, I do not. I do not. Oh, I love that show. I was just. I in fact, I just saw the one that she was on. It was kind of a. It was a couple, it was kind of a superfluous kind of a thing. They just had her on for a minute and then she like flipped a person and all that stuff. Yeah, it was, it
1: was totally, like some producer wanted to bang her. That's the, that's the only reason she was on that show. And I'm like, look, I'm here, I'm not gonna have like a penis coming like within my vicinity or anything. I'm letting dad have a couple of hall passes with that, but uh, after a certain point, I'm saying June, we're cutting that off too. He's not getting any, uh, I don't wanna see that or anything like that after, you know, so you gotta give him a little bit of space. Then after that, you kind of like Father's Day. Father's Day is going to be my cutoff for dad and then no more invading my space. You understand what I'm saying?
2: Well, you know, he, we don't know this, but either or both of your parents could be like those Pornhub category people that, you know, the pregos. So you could be in trouble. Oh,
1: God, I don't want any of that. Nobody wants any of that. No, forget it. I mean, do you know how Vince would would sue the, the shit out of them if he found out they were on Pornhub doing stuff like that, and he, he's not getting a piece of it?
2: Then well, would, good point. Uh, well, no, when you say piece of it, are you talking about uh, – Both. The, oh, okay. Both.
1: Because I was I – was, I I'm going to be honest with you. I was fairly close to being another McMahon baby. i got I to be well, honest
2: see? with you. You're probably closer to that than Ric Flair, to be honest.
1: Maybe. And anyhow, you know, it's like one old guy, another old guy, but at least you're going to pick an old guy. Let's think, like, you know, be the guy that's got some money. Holy shit.
2: Yeah, nothing to be ashamed of with that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, not at, at all. decent
1: with money. I mean, you know, the other guy's terrible with money. I think he's got a couple of dollars now just because he got with Fifi or whatever, but geez.
2: Well, he's still, he, he would have taken care of you, though. Uh-huh, he would yeah. have been good.
1: Oh, I'm sure we will, you know, but it's just gonna be weird, cause then, like, my sister's gonna be 50 years older than me or whatever, if that would have been- That would
2: different. be weird, yeah. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's
1: really strange. See, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, we're gonna, it, but I think they're, they're like pissed at mom, cause she's going off, and it's like a million dollars she's gonna miss out on, and shit like that, and then I don't know, it's gonna be-
2: so, we, so who's, who's pissed off, who's they? Well, I think
1: it's like the, the, what the, you know, it's what the fans call the office. You
0: know? Okay, I got you.
1: Yeah, yeah, the office is what they call them.
0: I didn't, I didn't, how do you know all these carny wrestling terms already? It's pretty crazy that you crazy. already have those. Yeah, I mean, you just pick up on that stuff?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, know, I know basic stuff, I know about jobbing, and I know looking at the lights, and all that shit. So yeah, you just pick the stuff. It's in the amniotic fluid, and shit like that. It really just kind of comes in handy. But yeah, the office is not. They're not happy with it. Uh-huh. But then they, they got those T-shirts, right, with that said, the the this little baby's coming or whatever that they're already selling in the shop. Like, uh, uh,
2: yeah, it says the baby or something like that. I don't recall. Like the, the I don't man, recall the baby.
1: signing, I, I don't think I signed any kind of contract for a piece of that, so I'm going to get my luck. You know, Vince is out there suing every Tom, Dick, and Harry, including, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Luck's dad. You think I can not yeah. get some attorneys out and start getting his ass, but I better start getting a piece of the action on this shit, too.
2: Hey, I got one for you. How about well, yeah. Steven P. New? Keep <laughs> that name in mind.
1: That guy's good. This guy's gonna be amazing. I mean, Stephen P. Newell, he'll represent anybody. I kinda almost wish I had mesothelioma. I don't really know what that is, but I wish I had it.
2: So well, this Pino, is still early. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I, it's, I, can get a shit ton of money from the Stephen P. Newell guy. He's, he's amazing. He's fantastic. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Hang out in the locker room. I still, you know, at this point, we still, I haven't developed, I don't know whether I'm gonna be a boy or a girl, cause I got the, I got the parts forever. I can go either way at this point.
0: Yeah, it's it's not really
1: right. every, yeah, that's why, you
0: know. And that's why, you know, they, they, that's why both men and women have nipples, because it's necessary, just in case they put the nipples in there, you know. <laughs> and it's never know.
1: Oh, thanks, thanks a lot, Einstein, for explaining that
0: to us. Gee, I'm, I'm just trying to, Thank I mean, him. you know, where does the smart-ass attitude come from?
1: Have you been to Ireland? There's a lot of smart-ass drunk people over there. I don't know if you know this or not. I mean, it's just one of those things just uh, i've I got a little bit of an attitude i'm stuck here i don't have a lot of control over the situation I'm, I'm, i've got a bladder for a pillow over here i mean I, i'm a little ornery i'm a little
0: ornery all right, all right just settle down just settle down we're all friends here we're glad to have this world exclusive with you and all that stuff and i mean you're looking forward to being born you must have some amazing uh you know backstage gossip and stuff you must you must know all kind of stuff about things that are, are, are going on back there
1: well, I know a couple of things there and if you do call uh 1-900 uh becky's baby uh it's only for five dollars a minute i'll give you all the latest on the on the backstage stuff including what vince really thinks of sammy zane it's 5.99 per minute uh kids ask your parents before dialing
2: yes please please do that kids
1: i mean, which, I mean it's, it's it's just a very strange existence i have a strange schedule obviously I'm, I'm talking to you guys now you would think that i would be asleep i'm not you know, I'm not asleep, and uh, I'm, I'm at the beck and call of, <laughs> see what I did there?
2: <laughs> hey, 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 see, yeah.
1: I think, I think we're still working out whether I'm going to have red hair or not. I mean, it's one of those things. I'm not really sure. I, mean, it's, uh, I don't know if I really want red hair or not, you
2: know? Yeah, I don't blame you.
1: It's just, it, it, the other thing is, I happen to be born in this, it, it, I'm going to be born in this time when wrestling really sucks right now. Wrestling is just terrible, honestly.
2: It's, yeah. Uh, well, it's so still about, what, eight, eight, eight months plus to go, so things could change. I
1: don't know. It was bad. I mean, I, I, mom mom watches uh, AEW. I kind of like Dynamite. That's a great show. That's a oh, really good show. Yeah, I watch oh, wow. that shit all the time.
2: What's some other good stuff it? that she watches?
1: Uh, there's, you know, she likes to watch uh, Total Bellas, you know, it's a company person, all that shit. I think this is some Downton Abbey that she enjoys watching and shit like that. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. She was watching that rerun of when she was on the Steve Austin show, and Austin made her eat that fake meat stuff. Remember that?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was like a food truck or something. Why they oh, went to a food yeah, truck and they were, some, some it was food. like ribs or some shit?
1: I'm not eating that. I'm, she better not eating that fake shit. I'm, I'm, I'm eating real meat. There's gonna be real meat sit down here. And we're gonna have some problems. We're gonna have some issues down here. And you want to keep me happy because I'm kind of driving the train at this point. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm the Booker man, so to speak, at this point in time. Uh, that, 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 that's, that's what's up. But uh I know you're kinda you're probably might be wondering like when when exactly was the golden moment when I came into being and, and all this shit. Remember? You, know, you, you, I mean you're probably wondering when that happened, right?
2: It crossed my mind.
1: Yeah. I was it was it was right after WrestleMania. If you do the math on it, it's just like right after. Like I guess WrestleMania kinda sucked so bad they wanted to go ahead and have something good come out of it and hey. There I am. <laughs> I'm the good that came out of it.
2: <laughs> well, you know, no offense when I say this, but you know, this year it wasn't celebratory sex. It was just, you know, no. post WrestleMania sex. But either way, I mean, that's a good thing for you. Boredom sex
1: is, is fine. I mean, I think that's how rich parents conceived him.
0: Hey, what, what is this? I don't, what, why, why are you, I, what did I, what have I ever done to you kid? I'm just
1: playing, playing. Just, just chill out. It's fine. We're all friends here. Everything's okay. Just don't, don't take it so
0: seriously. All right. But just, just watch yourself. You're not. You're like zero years old right now.
1: I, I know. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Back down, daddy. Take a Xanax. Chill out. Yeah. It's, it's been a wild time, and uh, we're getting. I, and here's the other thing is we spend, I gotta get the fuck out of Florida. I really hate spending time in Florida. Here's. Here's the deal. We're in Florida. Dad's in Iowa. I got two shit states I can be born in,
2: right? Yeah, that's that's a choose your poison right there for sure. We gotta
1: figure something out on that. We gotta figure. I gotta. I gotta get. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I gotta get. I don't want to be born in either of those places.
2: Well, maybe something will happen, and you know, you'll you'll be in. I don't know. Colorado for some reason.
1: It'd be nice. I mean, you know, you know and I, I don't know. I could, like the first thing I do when I come out is I get high. I mean, that could be possible.
2: It could be uh, worse.
1: I wouldn't have that. the. wouldn't be the bad idea. I'd look like that little THC in there. Uh, that whole situation. Maybe if they was a like hemp caps on me in the maternity ward or some shit like that. That'd be pretty cool, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. That'd
1: be pretty nice. Uh, I'll, you know. You know,
2: I, you know I'm a little kid, you're gonna be a handful. I can just tell that. Yeah, I, I mean, just cool. sense it.
1: Well, so, you know, I got, I got, uh, you know, Miss Mary Sunshine. Well, I'm gonna kick your ass as, as my mom, and then I got, I don't know, whatever dad it is.
2: Maybe.
1: I can't
2: Your dad, Kobe, Kobe Mr. Lopez.
1: I don't know what's going on with him. What's the, what's up with the man bun? I don't, what is that? What is this thing they've got him doing now? Do you guys have any idea what what this thing is they're trying to do with him now?
0: I, I ain't got a clue. I got to be honest with you. He's like, I don't know. He's like, um, he's like a Ford on a on an Italian soccer team or some shit. I have no, I have no idea what this is going on with this guy.
1: It's it's very unsettling. It's very unsettling that I can end up being like that and I, I don't like it at all. I'm gonna have to probably have some therapy from day one. Oh, by the way, yeah. Do you know how long it took me after I was conceived to figure out that Donald Trump is a fucking idiot? If you guess three seconds, you're right.
2: Probably. Just like yeah. when you were like a little molecule you oh, figure yeah. out. I,
1: I mean the sperm just met the egg and I'm like, Oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. And I mean it was it was exactly like that.
2: I wish a lot of America were like you little little baby, little sperm I, baby. How, how did you guys
1: that up. you're gonna have to go back in time and figure that i don't i don't even know how that would
2: happen how, would, how did that happen it's Jeez. amazing i know maybe you can figure something out by the time you arrive in this world
1: i don't know i got a, i got a little ways to go and shit it's gonna be a yeah. pretty hot summer and all that shit we're gonna figure all that out <laughs> yeah. and I. yeah I, I, I'm, I i'm telling you i'm bound to determine two things one i'm not gonna be born cesarean because again that's just a waste of a fantastic vagina i gotta make yeah, that yeah
2: why don't you do that
1: and then secondly, I'm not gonna be born in twenty twenty. It's gotta be twenty twenty one. I refuse to be born in this shit here. No matter what it takes, no matter what it is, I am bound to determine. If I'm if I'm just pushing and screaming on December thirty first, I will stick it through until, you know, one one 21 I gotta ha- make that happen.
2: Yeah, little baby Baby, what are we calling you? Baby, little, uh, I don't know. Seth and Becky's baby. Uh, if I don't, I don't me, think that's call, call you, you what? Call me
1: baby last kicker. I'm gonna come right out and start beating your ass
2: now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Do I'm that. not a baby
1: last kicker. I'll tell you that right now. That's no. that's stupid as shit.
2: Well, I don't think those two or two things, two hard things to ask for there, little baby.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just weird, and and they're talking about her doing all this acting and shit. I don't know. I don't I don't want to spend a lot of time as a child, like in Hollywood and stuff like that.
2: You, you know? could be around some cool people though. Think you about could, it. but
1: then you could end up like being a child actor, and all those guys end up like snorting shit off of a hooker's ass. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to do I, that.
2: I, you know, in all fairness, baby, I don't think child actors. When they refer to that term, I don't really think they go back to your stage. Yeah. But I'm, you know, you never know. You might be.
1: The bug the bug may be too uh it may be too much I might get oh. the fever chart you know, like for every Ron Howard there's like 50 Todd bridges right
2: right 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 like, right isn't it funny well, at least that you I got know... a heads up with that at least you, yeah. you, you're you've got knowledge now you, you, Isn't it all... funny
1: that I know the history of like 1980s TV actors but I have no idea how Donald <laughs> Trump became president isn't that strange
2: it's amazing, it's amazing.
1: As far as my, I'm, I'm trying to get somebody to explain to me what happened maybe in 2016 but something that happened like 39 years ago I seem to be up on it it's really weird
2: you got it you got it down pat. Todd Bridges, shit.
1: It's so the, the the amniotic fluid that gets shared with you. It just has there's some gaps in there and then there's some stuff that really gets covered nicely. It's just really just bizarre.
2: Wow, wow I'm learning all kinds of stuff. This is great.
1: Totally I mean, I really wish I could have been born with a black guy who was president. See, I don't know where that came from. I, I somehow I know that there was a black guy who was president. How would I
2: know that? That's crazy, I, right? You, it, it's crazy. It's, it's oh. God.
1: I think she's, uh, I think she's firing up some Cheetos. So I'm gonna have to eat here in
2: a minute. I gotta let you guys go. Did she just eat the regular Cheetos or did she go with the, the, the flaming hot Cheetos? Oh
1: man, I better not be getting into some of those flaming ones. We're gonna have some problems tonight. It's too late for that. We better go regular all
2: the uh, way. Crunchy. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Good. Good. Good to hear. Peace out, boys. Later, baby. Thank you, baby. Beck, Beck and, baby, baby. Sethy Beck or something. Man. Becky
0: Seth. Take that, Dave Meltzer. That's a world exclusive right there, bitch.
2: Yeah. Wow. How did you manage that one? Who, I who just... streamed you know, pool to get that.
0: I've been working with some PR firms. They have some connections and shit, and it just kind of fell into your lap, man. You know, it's one of those things. They really are fans of the show, so what can I tell you?
2: Taking advantage of the downtime, man. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> uh, I, uh, what happened on SmackDown? Oh, the Miz and Morrison storyline on SmackDown. Wow, was that great? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really good, right? The Miz and Morrison uh, thing that that went through the whole thing, and then Otis got Braun to be his partner, and then uh, it was weird. It's just weird, right? Hmm.
2: Uh,
0: uh, you have disappeared on me. Yeah, you disappeared on me for a second too, but now you're back. Yeah. Am yeah. I
2: back? I, I, you, uh, sorta. You're kind of choppy. Choppy.
0: Choppy. 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 choppy, choppy with the pee is it is it getting better? <laughs> Uh yeah
2: yeah I can hear you now. Okay, At least let me do it again <clears throat> during those words.
0: Everything's good now. One two three four five.
2: Uh yeah yeah I don't know what happened but yeah I hear
0: you. Um. Oh so the yeah the storyline on SmackDown where they mm-hmm. did the thing with Miz and Morrison throughout the whole thing and then Otis got to have his uh, partner Braun Strowman and then uh yeah tremendous payoff tremendous payoff on the SmackDown. <laughs> Well, did,
2: you did catch the end when, uh, uh, Otis like faked he was going to attack Strowman when Strowman turned around when Mandy's music hit, right?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, Mandy's a fantastic distraction. How are you not going to turn around and look at no. that? No.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But Otis was going to, uh, he acted like he was going to attack Braun while Braun's back was turned, like to cash in the money in the bank thing. So it was almost, it was almost like a hint of he was getting ready to go heel kind of thing, but it kind of ended up being like a funny kind of thing. So he's, I thought that was he's
0: interesting. an interesting. He's an interesting character. And of course we didn't do anything after money in the bank. Uh, yeah. Was- I, do you, I, I find that he, yeah, I was going to say he, uh, that kind of character, if you're not
2: careful with him, he can get old kind of fast, you know, he can kind of just, you're like, yeah. uh, not again kind of thing.
0: Yeah, a little of that guy goes a long way, but he's, he's pretty likable. I can't really see him as a heel, but maybe he's got another gear that I'm not seeing.
2: Well, maybe that's the whole Mandy thing. I kind of thought that for a little bit, that you know Mandy would make him go heel kind of thing, and Tucker would talk him out of it, and it would be happily ever after. That was one of the things I was thinking of when that whole thing first started. I don't know if that's really what's going on now, but... Yeah,
0: I'm surprised that they haven't kind of turned her on him just the way that they treat women in that company, but it, they kind of slow burned it, but I don't know. I can't really see him as a heel like her dragging him to the dark side, especially since Sonya and, uh, you know, Ziggler kind of represent the dark side. So they may just go ahead and keep them babyface. It would just be super weird to have them like have a female character that you absolutely think is going to be awful to a guy. Uh, and she doesn't do it. That would be like the weirdest thing ever for yeah. WWE, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's
2: too easy, and and it's kind of set up for it with him having the the money in the the money in the bank uh, contract, the briefcase or whatever, because there's so much you could do with it. Like he he could be like a little, you know, skeezer and and, and pull some behind the back stuff, you know, and because usually it's the 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 heels that get this the money in the bank thing so they can pull shit like that, you know, because it just, it's, I just, I've just, I don't know about you, man, but I've just never thought it looked good. Like when a baby face would have the money in the bank thing and they would do something from behind. It just didn't, right. I, it, I don't know,
0: you, you know, but they've, they've been having baby faces do on babyface face, like stuff in that well, company for the longest time. But you're right. It's not, I don't think it's nearly as effective because it's just not, it's
2: yeah, it's not effective.
0: If I'm being completely honest, one of the best Money in the Bank winners I thought was Alberto when he had it that time and like when he tried to cash in on CM Punk after CM Punk won that massive match in Chicago and and Punk just kicked his ass and got out of there. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But our friend Alberto's having a little trouble again, isn't he? Yeah, how about that?
2: Just when you thought.
0: little issue and of course there are two sides to every story we don't know if what's being told is true and he'll certainly be entitled to his day in court but wow he just looks to be a great a shitbag all the way around doesn't he you know after a while that Two sides
2: to every story thing, that doesn't really come into play as much, don't you think?
0: I agree. I also like it's also like the fair and balanced thing. Ooh, you gotta be fair and balanced. You gotta yeah. be like you gotta be fair and balanced. Uh yeah. What's the, like for example, 9 nine eleven. Guys um, flew planes into buildings, killed a lot of people. Well, you know, let's try to be fair and balanced. Was there a good side to that? Well, we got to try to find – no, no, there's only really one way to tell that story. There's only – as it turns out, there's only one way that that story could be told. I mean, you could – again, thousands of years of aggrievement on behalf of uh, some extremists. Oh, yeah, great day for them. Hey, maybe that's the fair – and bounce, Look at that. It's not such a bad idea. But no, I, I, th- that whole situation is kind of bullshit. And it's just funny how people who are like Alberto, just weird shit just keeps happening to them, just out of the blue, right? Yeah,
2: it's amazingly just coincidental. I, I can't get over it.
0: And I mean, like Scott Bowden would tell those stories about Brian Christopher calling him up and or Brian Christopher reaching out to his father about something when Brian, of course, was alive and he would say something. God, you won't believe what happened to me. Well, Brian, you're doing certain things in your life that are inviting really weird shit to happen to you. I'm sorry to say that. Well, since yeah, speak a little dead. But that's that was the bottom line on that whole situation was, yes, you're putting yourself in a situation where incredibly weird shit happens to you and you're inviting people into your life who don't have your best interest at heart. And it's the same thing with with Alberto Del Rio, he continues to be just like a hugely awful, entitled human being. He, since his family is Mexican wrestling royalty, he thinks his shit doesn't stink, and he can walk around and pretty much do whatever he wants to, and he he just can't. <laughs> he just can't. And you know, sometimes you can
2: like in Jeff Hardy's case, he 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 does shit, but he doesn't do it with malice. You know, he he puts people in danger when he when he would go out and and. And, you know, take drugs and go drive a car. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, that way. But but Alberto, everything that he's been involved with, you know, like police wise or or just anything negatively wise, it's just horrible. Ass, shit.
0: You know, yeah, mostly the stuff that, that, as you say, that Matt Hardy's done or that Jeff Hardy's done, rather, uh, was done to himself. He didn't like beat up his wife or anything like that, as far right. as we know. Right. And, and like you said, he did put people in danger when he was driving down a concord and shit like that. But it's mostly the stuff that he's done to himself. Irish Potato Road's a curvy
2: ass road, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in my see, my understanding of this story is I I had him driving out by Concord Mills, but you've got him on Irish Potato Road, which is perfectly that's, fine. That's what I pictured. I'm sorry. And if you're not paying attention, it can really fuck you up. You can end up right in the middle of a field with, with, with no problem whatsoever. Now he's putting fewer people in danger on Irish Potato Road because nobody drives out there. It's just like there's Point. nothing out there. It's just Unless him and cows.
2: And it had a vent at the
0: center there. Like like I, Jeff Hardy could have fucked up a cow pretty bad. That would have been like. Oh, Oh, what oh definitely, <laughs>
2: definitely.
0: <laughs> but if he's down definitely. at Concord, if he's down at Concord Mills, he could like, you know, he could actually hit people. So there's, there was a big difference back when people yes. did stuff.
2: Big difference.
0: So uh, I didn't, I thought money in the bank was the, and uh, again, I guess Ray Mysterio and uh, Alistair Black are dead. I, I mean, guess. They're thrown off the building. Nobody so. ever said, I don't know. Rest, rest in peace. No, there was some funny statement they had about something about that, but it's like, I don't know. That whole thing was weird to have both the women's and the men's thing going on at the same time was odd. What do you what do you think they're doing? And I, I, this was an interesting part of SmackDown. What do you think they're doing with uh Naomi just jobbing her ass off to Dana Brooke?
2: I guess it's for Dana Brooke's push
0: I, for. I guess well, it's weird, right? It's just like, oh boy, she got her number, and it's I, it's just she's the antidote. And I'm, what what is this? What what happens? You know, i have always well I'll say I've been a
2: opponent a, a, of uh, of Dana Brooke over the years I've never really been against her on anything I've never disliked her or, or for any particular reason I, you know she's kind of like the the wake Forest of the women's division <laughs>
0: oh snap that's great <laughs>
2: it's, it's the truth
0: oh d- and- by the way I just wanted did you notice when they were showing the stuff with Senator Richard Bergen Buster, they kept showing the photo of him with the UNC face mask on like the, oh, the, the damn mask. It. And it was like stop. And I know the Wake Forest people were like, "Oh, I know he went here, but thank God he wasn't wearing that shit."
2: God, I know. Most of the time, it's cool when you know you see somebody with something like that on a Carolina something on. But no, get that off. It doesn't. No. Okay, you were you were
0: talking about Dana Brooke and I interrupted you. Please continue.
2: Oh no, no I was I was just saying that I think she's she's the Wake Forest. Like I don't think he, really anybody has anything right overly you know one way or the other to you know either you know, negative or positive say about her. She's just kind of, you know, she does her thing, but I'm glad she's getting a push. It's kind of weird that they're pushing her after all this time for, I don't know, no apparent reason. I mean, unless maybe they think she's gotten better at something that they were wanting her to get better at. I don't know.
0: You know, when she first came up, they they pushed her pretty good. It's kind of a semi monster. And then for a while she just kind of lagged. There was a bit of a comeback and now it looks like she's back in the mix again. Is it just me? Do you agree that they're, they're really deep pushing Carmella at this point? I don't know
2: if they're deep pushing her. Um, I, I thought she was going in. I thought she was like a favorite to, to win the fucking yeah. money in the bank. Uh, cause I don't know. I just think she can, I don't, I just think she's, she's good for the division. And I don't, I'm not saying she's the greatest wrestler by any means, but, uh, I think she's gotten better over the years of course but i i just i think she's good behind the mic and i think she's got a lot of personality so i, I and then she was still cutting good promos and stuff so i kind of thought they might be leaning toward her but things ended up the way they did with oscar and all
0: very very strange how all of that kind of played itself out i'm not sure where they're going with that um all of the little stupid vignettes during Money in the Bank with Paul Heyman and with Brother Love and with uh, Johnny Ace and all that shit. I was like, eh, whatever. It was yeah, whatever. It's kind of eh. eh. It's a very it's a very unmemorable Money in the Bank. I thought overall. Yeah, it. it I
2: guess they tried. I don't know. I, I was never sold on that whole Money in the Bank gimmick, going to Titan Tower kind of thing. I, yeah, I yeah. just knew that was going to be a. I just kept thinking that Randy Orton Edge debacle. I mean, I guess it wasn't a debacle. It just marathon, uh-huh. really, more the word.
0: So, no, the, the, that thing looks like a masterpiece compared to Money in the Bank. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> that thing looks like like a five star, twelve star, thirty star match uh, at the Tokyo Dome compared to what we saw. <laughs> at Titan- I didn't I- really,
2: I didn't really understand the whole, the whole Dana Brooke getting the. The, the briefcase down in the, in that boardroom. Yeah. yeah. And then Stephanie telling her that, that was just, it, it kind of made Dana Brooke look like a, a doofus, you know? She's kind of getting
0: know. like the, um, it was like Stephanie and kind of getting the Brandy Rhodes, I have to be on television thing, right? Almost. Yeah. It's, Sports it's, it's kind of like, Oh, you got to, I have to be on. Oh, we figured it out. Three, two, one. And it was like so obvious that they filmed it at a complete other location and Stephanie was nowhere near that conference room. It oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, the editing it was like filmed at a different no. place and a different time than that. Hey Dana, you need to put that down because I'm only five feet away from you telling you. you it's like, no, you're nowhere near this. It looks phony as shit. Uh, but after Money in the Bank, we did see chapter one of The Undertaker, The Last Ride. Have you had a chance to check it out? Uh, no,
2: I didn't. I didn't. very good. Chapter I chapter two is already it. out. I know. Yeah. Chapter two's I'm coming out. yeah. I'm definitely going to.
0: I think chapter two is coming out Sunday. They're trying to. I think they're trying to piggyback um kind of on the success that ESPN has had with the Last Ride with the Michael Jordan that's
2: stuff. what I kind yeah, that's kind of what I pictured it to be like, you know, the way they're probably going to have it. Is that what it is? The is that how you what you got from it from that first I think one? that you
0: I mean it was already in motion to do that, but then they've had this really the the Last Ride um thing on ESPN has been a real cultural touchstone at a time A really strange time in America. Now, have you been watching The Last Dance?
2: Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you've been eating that up with a spoon, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that content is pretty amazing. And one of the fascinating things, it's it's being covered on other sports networks like uh, FS1 and stuff. Like a live sporting event, they're talking about it the crazy. next day, breaking it down, getting interviews and stuff about it, and trying to find out. Well, this didn't exactly happen this way, and this kind of did happen. And here's some more perspective about this thing that happened with Scottie Pippen, or here's the thing about Tony Kukoc, and I mean, it, it, it's been pretty fascinating. Yeah, uh, that thing has just been gobbled up.
2: Well, it's you know when, it's one of those things for at least for me like when you watch it, it it all makes sense and you can keep up with it and everything but like if I sit here and I was trying to talk to my brother about it the other day for instance and I was trying to remember something that happened like back in episode two or three some one of the earlier episodes and I was getting mixed up on what timeline it was because of the way they yeah, go the back Benjamin and forth. timeline yeah yeah it was just I couldn't remember I'm like okay they had Rodman so I couldn't remember what era it was kind of had to think about the players around them kind of thing but I'm like oh okay that was in 93 okay but the cool thing
0: about the way they're telling the story is on this these last two episodes the timelines are converging so it's eventually going to end up in the same spot cuz the, yeah. the period the period between 1998 and whatever is getting shorter and shorter and that they're getting up to where they need to be
2: yeah 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 I know what you're saying did you do you think they covered the baseball part of Michael Jordan efficiently or do you think they Scooted through it quicker than they maybe
0: should have. I thought it was given all it should have been. I mean, you know, I, I, at the time, to me, it felt like he was away a lot more than 18 months, you know, in real time. Yeah. (laughs) When you're, when you're living in the nineties, it felt like God, it felt like he was away from, from basketball for like three years or at least. At least least. I know. And then you go, no, it was only 18 months. It was like, oh shit. I mean, it was like really. (laughs) Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) And then they're, you know, you get some of the people going. Well, if he would have been able to to do this and stay with it and gotten all those at bats, he would have been a major league baseball player and shit. And they're like, okay, well, that's cool. Um, and and the the way that they went in depth into the stuff. I mean, I had heard the rumors about all the gambling stuff and these people murdering his dad and stuff like that. I didn't know that it actually made it in print. You know?
2: Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I heard that either or saw that either. Back so then. So
0: it's it's just weird to think because. I, I don't know how to put this, but you kind of feel like there's been such degradation of journalism and stuff in the past few years with Twitter and with social media that you kind of thought, well, back in the eighties they sorta of had their shit together and it was kind of a higher standard. But then you look back and you go, Oh no, they didn't. Or even in the nineties, you're like, Oh no, they didn't. They just they would just print rumors and shit without any kind of right. thing, and they would just kind of hit it and stuff. And it is I mean, it is basically absurd to think, oh, Michael Jordan owed people, uh, let's just say $50,000, and then somehow that these people out of the backwoods of South Carolina tracked down his father as he was napping, then murdered him, and then broke out the windows of the car, and then his dad ends up in the creek uh, over the South Carolina line, and then his dad gets cremated before they even find out he's been murdered. I mean, it's a bit far-fetched to think that any of that yeah. would happen.
2: Well, the thing uh, I always thought about it kind of being bogus was, all right, he's Michael Jordan. If he needed two hundred fifty thousand dollars or whatever he needed, he could get that shit from somebody
0: in five seconds. You in know, five seconds, he can go. He can get on the radio in Chicago at like one of the stations. And go, I'm going to sign autographs for ten minutes at a pizzeria across town. And he could come up with two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a second. <laughs> if he, if he, I mean, if he didn't want to just go and say, "Hey, uh, Nike, what about you give me advance on uh, next quarter's royalties?" <laughs> No problem. Come see Uncle Phil. <laughs> oh, that was really bizarre. So I think that's what they're trying to, to do on the WWE Network, and they're doing a pretty good job with The Undertaker. And it, they're telling a very interesting story and get some really uh, neat perspective on it. I don't know. How many, you, how many
2: parts are there going to be? Do you know?
0: Is I'm not sure how many they're doing. I, I think it's at least six they're going to be doing on it. And it, it, they do a good job. It's very good storytelling and stuff. Um I, I enjoyed it. I, and I, I wonder how Vince really feels about the Vice series about Dark Side of the Ring, because I thought the Road Warriors thing was kind of a sneaky good episode this week.
2: It was sneaky good, wasn't it?
0: Um, right? Cause you, of all the, you look at all the stuff as they do the season long, you're like, oh, the Benoit is gonna be tremendous and, and you know, the Dino Bravo thing, whatever. And they're gonna end up with the one heart. That's gonna be a big one. Snooka, that's gonna be a big one. And you're like, Road Warriors, eh, okay, fine. But then it's a bit of a sleeper, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some things in there. I, I, you, and you're probably the same way. I, I would think that, that I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know they were as close as they really were. I mean, I knew they were, they had to be close, obviously, but I didn't realize they were really that close. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was neat to, they talked to Barry Darso and some of the Minnesota gang about all the, the, the people coming out of Robbinsdale high school and all that shit. Damn. Um, I know. And then at the strip bar where they would throw people out of the fucking
2: bars. Man, that place on rough as hell, didn't
0: it? It's amazing. Like Mike Hagstrand really would have fit in very nicely in, in with a Bill Watts territory because he, if he got in a real fight, he'd whoop a guy's ass.
2: Well, I just, I, I don't know. I was always intimidated by every time he got on the mic back in the mid-Atlantic days. You know, yeah. When, when because he would talk, you know, ninety-nine percent of the time, and he, I was, he, he was intimidating, man. I just. In that form. So I can imagine what he was like in real fucking life at a bar, you know, bouncing people around.
0: It's he, he's a huge guy. So the story was that when Lex Luger came into Crockett, he got like the first guaranteed mm-hmm. contract. And then after that, right. Joe and Mike w- kind of went into the office and they go, uh, we're going to, we're going to jump on that whole guaranteed thing. So the road warriors were really one of the first teams to ever to get a guaranteed contract. People think that it didn't happen until Eric Bischoff took over with WCW, but it was really way before then.
2: Yeah, and I will tell you something else too was the fact that they got to kind of go around all the territories. They didn't get locked down anywhere. They were all over the damn place, you know.
0: When you're like an attraction like that, it's huge. Plus, I don't even want to think about the money they were making in Japan. They must have. Oh my God! Made, they made stupid money in Japan. Just,
2: well, just like you said, you know, people in Japan they 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 love that shit. They love the makeup and the oh my God, the whole the, that that just the gimmick, man. That's just that's so Japan. They're so Japanese.
0: Like I think about all the time, the money that that Brody and Hanson were making in Japan, they were just cashes, just stupid checks. And they could they could work, you know, half as much as anybody else in the territories are working, and still make like twice as much money.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just that's amazing because I I got I, I, you know, I guess it's just they get they like to get scared. I mean, Japanese culture yeah. with wrestling is they they just like to be scared by people like that, you know.
0: Did I ever tell you the, the Freddie Blassie story about how he became such a well-known figure in Japan? No. Uh-uh. He had a thing where he was like he would bite people, and then I think they did an angle on television. It was like this huge television presentation where he bit a guy, and it was on. It was one of those deals where it got like a sixty share or some shit, and he brought blood right. So they did juice, right? And right. there were reports all over the island of Japan of of like people going into cardiac arrest from him biting a guy and drawing blood. Damn. Is that crazy? That
2: is crazy. Yeah.
0: He became like, he, they, they, he was known kind of as a vampire and he would bring a file out and pretend to like sharpen his teeth going to the ring and shit. Damn. Really? Okay. Yeah. It was great. It's such an amazing gimmick, man. He made, he made a shit ton of money over in Japan for sure.
2: Wow. I'd have never thought that. I mean, I, he just never had that, you know, vampire look to him, but I, I, I could, I guess I could see that though. Well, by Put the time on
0: him. <laughs> by the time we got to see him, he was like the elder statesman and he was right. the the manager and everything. But back in the day, yeah, he was he was tremendous heel, from what I hear. That's wild. Yeah, they used to he would bring the file out and like sharpness. <laughs> they, <laughs> they would go nuts for him and shit. But that was a no, that was a tremendous episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and they're going to lead up to the big finale coming up on this Tuesday night where they do the Owen Hart thing, which is going to be, I think, devastating. I mean, overall, this season has been. Brutal to world wrestling entertainment, and I think under normal circumstances, Vince would have shown some sort of displeasure, but he's got so much stuff going right now, obviously Mm -hmm. with his business being decimated by uh, the coronavirus and stuff. Not only that, but have you seen the latest filings in this uh, lawsuit against Oliver Luck? No, I haven't. They they went to they went to court on this, um, and I think these are just initial filings. And among the things they're alleging that and that Oliver Luck was not paying attention to the league and not doing what he was supposed to, and he wouldn't even come to the office. And Luck's side goes, "Look, I couldn't even go to the office because Connecticut had a stay-at-home order, so I was doing stuff by phone. I was in contact with Vince constantly. I was trying to get the schedule for next year done. All this other shit." There was some wide receiver that Vince supposedly didn't want him to sign because the guy had some issues or something off the field. And Luck goes, look, he fell within the guidelines of what we did, and Vince told me we needed more wide receiver talent in this league, and that's why I signed the guy. And the other thing was Vince was alleging that there was an iPhone that Luck was supposed to use specifically and exclusively for company use, and maybe he wasn't doing that. So they, they're they having the phone, like, forensically examined, to see if he actually used it completely for business. Oh
2: my god!
0: Did you believe this shit?
2: <clears throat> that's, that's just asinine. Now, yeah. is this, is this a countersuit from Vince? Because isn't Luck suing him? Is is that? Yeah. that okay.
0: But Vince's is, this is Vince's response to that suit, and it's over like thirty million bucks and thirty Rain million dollars. Hell. Thirty million dollars to Vince is like maybe fifty bucks to you and me, but he's going to go down fighting, and I I, I just don't know. Why they're Honestly, I know that the idea for these lawyers is just make a shit ton of money, but I can't believe one of them hasn't said, look, they're going to go through discovery on this thing. You're going to look really bad in a court of law. Why don't you just try to settle for 10? Just offer the guy 10. Make it go away. You don't need to fight this shit. But I I think Vince is losing his mind right now. He's going to fight this thing tooth and nail. I can't believe he's going to continue to do this over like 27 or 28 million bucks or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, but and like you said, you know, his plate's pretty full right now. I don't even know why you even want to f with this at all.
0: He's got so much shit going on, and just trying to keep it all together, and and trying to figure out. You know, how to even go forward at this point in time, but holy shit. And and Oliver Luck has always had like a tremendous reputation in the football community. I mean, he, he was one of the guys that gave the XFL any credence at all when it was in existence, no right? <laughs> <Yo> <laughs> shit. This is the guy you're gonna go at. I mean, it's it's almost like all these people attacking Dr. Fauci and shit. You know, it almost like you, you, yeah. this is he kinda knows his shit and has for like forty years, and this is gonna be like what you guys try to do? Weird. I you
2: know, can't show him up, you know. can't show Vince up, can't show Trump up. It's, it's all in alignment, man. Everything is just parallel with those two.
0: Well, they, all, I mean, they really are the same guy if you think about it. They both want to bang their own daughter, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, they, they're both stupidly hard-headed. They both don't really have any plan. I'm looking at this. This is from a couple of days ago on ESPN. In filing, Vince McMahon's attorney said he fired XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck for cause, which is bizarre. This is one of the things they're alleging. Gross neglect of the job. Once the coronavirus pandemic began, according to McMahon, Luck effectively abandoned his responsibilities beginning March 13th by relocating from the XFL offices in Stanford to his home in Indiana and failing to devote substantially all of his business time to the XFL duties as required by his contract. In the response letter, Luck's attorney said Luck was unable to return to the office because of Connecticut's March 20th stay at uh, order home, stay at home order. Luck was in contact with McMahon via text message in his earnings letter listed the projects he was working on, including 2021 budgets. So they're throwing that at him already. huh? Signing receiver Antonio Callaway without McMahon's approval and then refusing to release him when McMahon ordered Luck to do so. McMahon had said publicly he did not want to sign players with problematic backgrounds. I want you to think about that for a moment, Bryant. What do you think about Vince McMahon drawing a line on signing football players with problematic backgrounds?
2: Took him to the age of 75 to be come up with some morality issue, you
0: know. Yeah. Over the years he's hired a bunch of people who have had some problematic backgrounds because they were able to make him some money. But again, in well, 20... Watch a couple of Dark Side of the Rings, Dark Side it's... of the Rings for exactly. God's sake. Jimmy Snooker gets in trouble, I got a briefcase full of dollars and I'm headed to Allentown. <laughs> on the way. But if Antonio Calloway has even jaywalked, that is not going to be in my way. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh. Personal use of an XFL-issued iPhone, iPhone, an allegation that was not mentioned in the original termination letter, the phone is being forensically examined to determine the extent of Lux's personal use, according to McMahon's filing. Have it right here. You ordered a p- pizza from Papa John's on this thing. You're son of a bitch. You're a son. Uh, The letter also claimed that Luck employed gross negligence in obtaining venues for the XFL to locate teams in connection with negotiations of term sheets and with venue agreements. Uh, I think Vince's attorneys have decided not to pursue that particular line. I think they decided to go ahead and do away with that one.
2: Okay, well, good for them.
0: Um, Luck received his termination notice, uh, notice April the ninth, one day before the XFL suspended operations and three days before it declared bankruptcy. The league is now for sale, according to McMahon's attorneys.
2: He almost All makes it sound like it's Oliver Luck's fault that the league
0: had to fold up. I think that's the narrative that they would like to put forward. I mean, come on now. I think that's the narrative that they're going. I I can't I can't believe that anybody is going to allow this to go to court. I really can't. It's stunning to me that he would, that like, this is going to be so personally, I think, embarrassing to Vince McMahon. And it's going to reveal certain, um, details about the way that he does business. And I just can't believe that they want this done in court. But hey, you know, go ahead, Vince, do you boo? I mean, if you think that this, <laughs> if you want warts and all to be out there, cause you've been able to cover up your shit mostly pretty decently, you know, up until now. I feel like nobody is able to get through to this guy now. Cause it's like, um, you know, there was a period of time where when he wasn't making any sense or anything, Triple H could talk to him and kind of talk him into stuff and tell him, you need to do this. Kind of like the whole theory through. about
2: the, the, the Smackdown thing when, when the, the thing in Saudi Arabia happened about. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I just, I, one of, well, one of the, the famous ones was when Daniel Bryan for that small period of time when he was involved with the, with the Wyatt family, remember that?
2: Yeah, barely, but yeah. He
0: was, he was involved with the white family and it was going nowhere and it was the absolute shits. And then Triple H kind of got him on the plane and goes, you know, dad, this really isn't working. For a while. And he was able to talk some sense it and they cycled out of it. They got out of it.
2: Yeah. I so, remember they got out of it pretty quickly. If I don't, if I recall
0: they did cause it was a dog, right? It was, it was bullshit, oh, but yeah. I, I don't know if anybody's able to get through to the old man now. I really don't. Yeah, it could be at that point of, you know, just complete and
2: utter hardheadedness. At that old age,
0: you can tell he's really getting pissed at people for, for like staying home or getting sick or whatever. The Sami Zayn thing and the Roman Reigns thing, right? Right. I mean, he's, I think he's like super pissed at Roman Reigns. Well, that's, I I think that's kind of obvious. And he
2: hasn't really said anything about it. It's just the way things have melded out lately, you know, with the, the whole taking Reigns out of the, yeah, the clip of the money in the bank thing with Seth and shit.
0: And then uh the Sami Zayn thing, where he's just like stripped automatically and all this shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, and I couldn't tell. I don't know. Did you see the the rebuttal from Zayn? The tweet, I guess.
0: No, he what did say?
2: It, it was just it was real vague. Uh, well, I will not say vague. It was just real simple. It, it just said something like, um, I, "I've st- I'm still not been defeated as Intercontinental Champion, so in my eyes, I'm still Intercontinental Champion." Something like mm-hmm. that. So. I mean, you could take it either way as him being pissed or him just gimmicking it up, you know, so I don't know.
0: Sports Kitas Tom Cullihue and coast, uh, co-host Corey Guns discuss the IC title situation and Sammy Zane's status on the most recent edition of their new Discussions, Dropkick Kick Discussions podcast. Tom stated that the WWE asked Sami Zayn a few times whether he was ready to return to action before stripping him of the title. Sami, however, was not certain about his future, and it was speculated that he made a decision about his future after working the WrestleMania 30 pay-per-view where he defended the title against Daniel Bryan. WWE officials realized that Sami Zayn won't be able to return to the foreseeable future and wasted no time in declaring the title as vacant and announcing a tournament to get a new title holder. Storylines had to be rewritten, and the tournament seemed like the most logical call given the circumstances.
2: Okay, all right. Here's the thing with that, and you tell me if I'm wrong here. Just from what you read there, when WrestleMania was going on, we we were kind of this. That was right in the middle of everything going on right now. So, sure. yeah, it, yeah. So I don't think there was any question in anybody's mind that it was probably going to continue the way it was. For a while, you know, as far as the setup with no audience and that sort of thing and the whole just the whole pandemic thing in general. So why would you give him the why would you let him keep the belt if there's any kind of just the least little bit of knowledge there that, that he would be like this about it? Or if you're Sammy, why would you accept the fact that you would keep the belt knowing that you probably wouldn't come back if everything was like it is? Still, you know, I just, obviously.
0: I think I just had a deep thought. I think, I think Vince sets himself up to be betrayed, or at least he sets himself up for betrayal in his own mind. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's uh, yeah. If I if I if I follow your path here, it's like that, I'm that's gonna, that's pretty diabolical.
0: I mean, he he kind of he kind of knows that Seth that Sammy's not going to be able to continue on or whatever, but then he wants to re, he wants to reserve the right to be hurt by it. You know what I'm saying? He wants those feelings of abandonment to play out and then he can kind of just put his, his finger, you know, he, he's setting him up for failure essentially is what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, know. I see what you're saying. There, there may have been, there may have been some things that have happened in some marriages where some certain things were said that way. And you, if you didn't react properly, someone then pounced on the situation. I may have heard yeah. about that. Certainly not in my personal life. That no. never happened. <laughs> no. I would have never thought that. Yeah, Vince sort of has a victimhood thing when it comes to the abandonment issue. You know, we've talked about that, and it was really played out greatly when Russo and Ferrara left. Um, Right. And then he was able to be the ultimate victim in that one. And they went over to the competition stuff and that's when he decided I'm never gonna, with God as my witness, I'll never go hungry again and decided to hire a bunch of pseudo Hollywood types, including Freddie Prince Jr. at one point in time to write his stupid show.
2: Is, is, is he still blocked you on Twitter or is that? I hope so, cause I don't care.
0: I <laughs> just. I just don't care. <laughs> that was just funny. Oh, it's just a, like, ah, it's like your dad was like so funny and you are so sucky. All you yeah, ever did, just... all you ever did was marry the right person. You did that. That was right? it. That was it. That was all. There was a, there was actually a Freddie Prinz Jr. movie that I liked. She's I the one. No, it's the one about baseball. They're playing baseball in college up on the cape or something like that. Oh, I think I it is. Know. And know. he bangs a chick and I can't remember what it was, really? but it's, oh. it's actually, yeah, that's me finding a movie that I can enjoy <laughs> in the, in the Jr. Fr- catalog. Chance? I was just, just what's that?
2: So it's Ben Affleck in it by any chance.
0: <laughs> You're still going to give me shit about reindeer games. How dare you? I <laughs> can't help How it. How dare you? I, mean, I got to look on IMDB and track this one down there. Oh, they got the IMDB picture. of was great. He's got one of those newsboy hats on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Could you look like a bigger dick? Would it be possible? Uh, <laughs> uh, there's, there he is an actor. Let me look at that one. Oh, I watched the French connection today. Oh, the, the OG, the French yeah, connection. The OG. Wow. You know, okay. I've seen that movie a couple of times. Not a happy ending on that one. <laughs> no, from what I recall, it
2: was not. The Freddie Prince of, Jr. You know, a lot of the Dirty Harry movies were like that. They just didn't end. He, he comes out a, alive, but the ending's not very happy.
0: <laughs> well, Popeye Doyle in this movie, and, and sorry, spoiler alert, he ends up like killing another cop. <laughs> yeah. <that> was, <laughs> it's just, it's weird. And he doesn't really have a lot of remorse for it. It's just, uh, odd. Um, <laughs> it's odd. Freddie Prince Jr. ends up banging Jessica Beale in this movie, Summer Catch. Damn. Yeah. God. And yeah, She would have been like, Kind of at the height of her hotness at that point in time.
2: Oh, goodness, yeah.
0: She was in that movie. I think she was, wasn't she the love interest in the Adam Sandler movie, I Now Pronounce You Larry and Chuck? That sounds right. I think she was in that because then they had to pretend like they were gay, and, of course, uh, Adam Sandler wanted to bang her, and then uh, there was a whole thing.
2: (laughs) I could see how that would be a problem.
0: Now, I could tie all this together because there is a new Adam Sandler produced movie that is on Netflix, and Roman Reigns has actually got a cameo in it.
2: Is that right? Well, maybe that might come to fruition as a, a a new full-time job for him.
0: This is a movie that stars David Spade. It's called The Wrong Missy. The particular plot of this one is that he um meets a woman in an airport, and mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. It's Molly Sims, the former Sports Illustrated model from Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Her name is Melissa. She's texts him the deets of her contact information. He tries to take her to Hawaii. He actually ends up texting another girl named Missy who he had a terrible blind date with. She ends up going to Hawaii with him, and the hilarity ensues from there.
2: Mm, that so there does sound go. very sitcomish, yeah.
0: It's very There's Summer Catch in 2001. The Jessica Beale debut, according to um, IMDb, was Uli's Gold. Uli's oh, that, that was the peter fonda movie peter Brian. thank you that was the very good pull there, Brian. thank you that would have been the um the, the peter fonda comeback on that particular one
2: that was when he found the, the cure for cancer or something like that
0: something that he's he's got he's trying no he's just trying to make honey out of uh from bees and his kid is in uh, some sort of drug problem or something like that
2: oh okay okay i never saw it i just remember the movie
0: He's forced to defend his family or some shit like that. I think he's making honey, honeysuckle, uh, honey out of, uh, some wildflowers or some shit down in Florida. Oh. So there you okay. go. I now pronounce you Larry and Chuck. Who was, Chuck the, and, who was
2: the other guy? Was that, was that Kevin James? Who was the other
0: guy? Yeah, that was the other guy in that one. Kevin, okay. So yeah, Jessica Beale was the love interest in that movie. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay. So yeah, the Roman Reigns has a slight cameo in the beginning of that one. Um, the David Spade character comes into a bar for his blind date. He doesn't know what she looks like. Uh, the blind date says, "Yikes, come get me! This guy's hitting on me at the bar." And Spade goes to the wrong person, and uh, Roman Reigns is the date of the person and stands up and uh, you know intimidates him. But he looks good in the movie, and I don't know if he's going to end up doing Hollywood stuff either. Um, at this point, I don't know if he's even really going to have much of a thing going forward in in WWE. I, I don't know how, how long he's going to be sidelined. Um,
2: well, I mean, you would think though, there's a vaccine at least.
0: Which could, I mean, it's going to be a while. Or at least, yeah. or as Donald Trump would say it, next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. God. I, I think middle of 2021 is like super hopeful for any kind of a vaccine, I think.
2: Yeah. Any kind of vaccine that works. And, right. You know, I can maybe see him coming up with some prototype of something, you know, by the end of the year, but I don't, you know, I just don't think it would be perfected before, like you said, in the middle of next year.
0: How about that Cameron Grimes pinfall over Finn Bauer on wow. NXT? Was that something, huh? Yeah. How about that? How yes, about sir. That? All right. It wasn't necessarily a clean pinfall, but he yeah. still, still whooped his ass.
2: you know, as far as the, the character is concerned, that was a good win.
0: And I thought overall, I thought NXT Killed uh, dynamite on Wednesday night. I, I thought they too, were much man. better. Uh, I, I agree. Are you hearing all this stuff about the Brody Lee character being compared to Vince McMahon? Are you seeing this stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I told you about it a few weeks ago.
0: And now he's like voicing and saying, "No, I wasn't." I I looked at some of the stuff, including the vignette from this most recent one. I I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of similarities. But I'm really impressed with like how much. Brody is able to talk and really do well because you, you know, he never got to talk over in WWE and yeah, now he's, no. he's great. So it makes you wonder going back to a guy like Otis, if they actually let him speak instead of doing whatever he's doing now, you know, if he could put together a couple of sentences and really put a character over on his own, I think he probably could. Yeah. That, I think that's
2: part of the reason why I said, yeah, why well, I said earlier that I just don't think the characters like that have too much of a shelf life because they just, yeah. at least for me, you know, because they just get irritating or something after a while.
0: i with you. This is from Cage Side Seats, the quote from Brody Lee. Look, you can take it however you want. I happen to be a fan of mafia movies, so that's the way the character was portrayed for me. Like I said, I believe that the leadership style, the results speak for themselves. So you people can take it any way you want. And trust me, I hear you. I hear everybody. But nothing was intentional. I have no reason to hate WWE, no reason to hate Vince McMahon, nothing like that. But you can take it how you want. I didn't see a lot of similarities between those two characters. I really didn't.
2: Well, I I read it. I was like you. I heard about it and read it first and then kind of went back and watched it. Even though I'd seen the character before, but I never put two and two together of that being a takeoff on Vince. But when I saw it, I'm like, when I read it and heard about it, I'm like, well, okay, let me go look at this again. And then next time I saw him, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like you. I was like, yeah, I, I guess there's similarities there, but nothing over overt, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I I don't know. I, I'll take him at his word. I, you know, I don't think there was any intention there, I guess. Certainly- <laughs> on the other hand, with the, the Tony Khan guy in, in NXT, oh, yeah.
0: Robert Stone or whatever Robert that guy's Stone, name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's stupid. That's that's like so close to it. And and Meltzer said, well, I w- at first I was, I didn't think it was, but he said I- I've been told, yeah, <laughs> more and more as it goes along, yeah, it's supposed to be Tony.
2: Yeah, see, to me that was more overt, and I think you told me about it before. Yeah. I, 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 you know, and I was like, I went back and looked. I'm like, God, yes,
0: yeah, it's really kind of stupid how how close that is and what they're doing with it. Uh, the Intercontinental Title Tournament does have kind of the chance to maybe have some good stuff there.
2: Um, I think, well, I think it's a perfect time to, if you're going to push somebody that hadn't really gotten a push yet, here's the time to do it, you know?
0: Well, this might be the Jeff, since they've relaunched Jeff Hardy, they may go ahead and throw him the push on this one. He's got Sheamus next week, AJ Styles against Shinsuke, and the winner of Hardy versus Sheamus will take on, will advance to face Daniel Bryan in the semifinals. So. Yeah, that's true. If they're going to go balls out with with Jeff Hardy on this return and they certainly have built him up with these vignettes, then that might be a thing.
2: Yeah, the, the think about the Jeff Hardy thing. I I I guess they could still do it, but that's to me that's just one of those things that you really have to have an audience for for him to if he's going to go to the end and have this uh, emotional win like that. It just seems like it would but again you gotta do with what you gotta do, but I just I guess it would just be better with an audience. It's not that you couldn't do it without an audience, but it just would the and I guess you could say the same thing for a lot of things, like the 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 McIntyre win. That would have been so much better with an audience and all that shit. But um uh, but yeah, I guess they could, man. Why not? Why not put put the belt on Hardy?
0: Uh, FS1, it says on Meltzer's site, will be airing the documentary on Florida Championship Wrestling that had previously aired on WWE Network. That was a really good documentary. I liked it. Yeah, I did. I, I really like that. They're doing, I think they're doing some good stuff on the Tuesday night block on, um, on WWE Network by having, I know a lot of people were jazzed about watching WrestleMania 3 for the first time really on, on cable TV. Oh, I forgot
2: about that. Yeah. When was that on this weekend, this past weekend? Yeah, it was on this, like Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Okay. Okay. I
0: think that's when they have that.
2: Yeah. It. I remember seeing something about it over the weekend. I, maybe it was during money in the bank. They had a promo for it or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I, yeah, I forgot when it was. Um, did you watch it? Did you go back and watch it?
0: No, I've, I've seen it so many times. Uh-huh. Um, but the, I was, you know, I was very surprised. They've been able to clean up the video really nicely. The video looked really good from what I saw. Okay. I was, I was trying to catch, um, some of steamboat. And, and macho, but I came in afterwards and I thought, boy, this, the video cleans up really nicely for it to be 34 years old or whatever. Hmm.
2: It's pretty amazing. Oh, I might man. have to go back and watch that on the network. I think
0: he said he had something about Martha Hart on here and I don't really see it. Oh, Talk is Jericho features an interview with Martha Hart preceding Tuesday's airing of the Vice special on Owen Hart. The interview can be found here. So they've got to click, they click it. Have a feeling this coming week will feature a lot of talk of Owen Hart. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think the company's going to be very happy. About no. What's going to be said?
2: Well, yeah, well, think about it, man. Just think about what you said earlier about how this season is really punch vents in the gut, really. I mean, between, the one coming up, like you said, with Owen, right. uh, the, the whole fucking, the Jimmy Snooker uh, thing, the Jimmy Snooker thing, the Benoit thing, mm. the, the damn, the brawl, the brawl for all.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. The brawl for all is really and, bad.
2: And then, and, and then talking about the road warriors, I mean, they, they just came right out and said that Hawk got 10 times worse when he went to WWE <laughs> as far right. as, you know, the cocaine and shit. So I mean, yeah, just virtually every one of them it makes Vince look like an asshole.
0: In some way, shape or form. In some yeah. way, shape or form. Uh, I guess that's Occam's razor. Maybe Vince is just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> any other, any other wrestling related stuff that you wanted to get out there?
2: Uh, I, I was going to mention NWA. I, I didn't realize they were still doing their thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I don't know if this was, I, I really need to go back and figure things out because <clears throat> The, they put out a new one on YouTube, a new episode on Tuesday, like they usually do it, like 605 or whatever. And it was like an hour and a half long, and it was supposedly the last one before the Crockett Cup was okay. supposed to be. Uh, and it was really good. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't seen the very end of it. I've still got like 20 minutes to go, but the first hour. Or so I'm going to tell you what, dude. Eli Drake and James Storm are the shit.
0: They're so, God dang, they're so good. Oh, those guys are fucking money together. That's like one of the most exciting tag teams in a minute. Those dudes.
2: God, they can just talk and they're funny as hell. They were playing and they were playing the crowd. Oh my God. The crowd was just, the crowd and Eli Drake was just made for each other, man.
0: (laughs) Eli Drake can talk shit from here to the moon. That dude is amazing.
2: Well he you know he 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 refused to say yeah the whole time but but the whole crowd was saying it after every time he you know and he was doing you could tell he was just egging them on to say it and him not say it and god it was just so good but yeah i didn't know if you i just kind of happened to see somebody talking about the episode on i don't know instagram or twitter or something i'm like oh shit so you know i went and watched it and so yeah if you get a chance go watch it it's 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 a really fucking good episode man it really makes you out. miss the crowds oh my god
0: um, Bryant can be followed on social media, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bryce Sports, B-R-Y Sports. I am Britt Whitmire on the Twitter machine. It's B-R-I-T-T-W-H-I-T-M-I-R-E on Instagram. It's beat for reels, B-D-U B number four, R-E-E-L-Z. The show itself can be followed proper at Katie Vic Alive. And if you want to support what we do, you can easily do that at our Amazon store, which is KatieVic.com. That is Katie Vic.com. Until next time, fans, we'll see you. Ringside.
2: There's that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.